You are listening to the Well and Simple Podcast with your host, Marissa Zabo. Content warning for medical fat phobia, medical malpractice, and cancer diagnosis. Hello and welcome to the Well and Simple Podcast. I am your host, Marissa Zabo. And I wasn't going to do an episode this week because quite frankly, your girl needs a break. Um, But I'm also working on some really great content for you coming down the line as well that I wanted to focus on. But something has come up this week that I really wanted to discuss on here. If you follow me on Instagram, on my nutrition coaching account um, at marissa.e.zabo, not the podcast account, about a month ago, I shared a story from a young woman in California who had been suffering from debilitating severe abdominal pain for several months and was unable to eat because of this pain. And if you've ever dealt with the shit show that is the American medical system, um, you know how difficult it can be to get an appointment with a specialist. And so she had to fight tooth and nail to finally get an appointment with a GI doctor. And this poor girl in this video was just sobbing in tears because after all this time and all this pain that she had endured, She finally got to see this doctor. And when she explained that she couldn't even eat because of the pain that she was in, this physician looked her up and down and replied to her, well, that might not be a bad thing because this woman lives in a larger body. (sighs) You should be disgusted (laughs) if you aren't. this poor girl to have been enduring months and months of excruciating pain and jumping through the myriad hoops that the medical system puts in front of us when we need to access specialized care to have her physician look her in the eye and make a crack about her weight when she needed help is absolutely disgusting. The problem is that this isn't an isolated incident. This is something that patients living in fat bodies endure all of the time. And it's not always in the form of nasty comments. Very often it is in the form of physicians not taking their symptoms seriously or because they don't take those symptoms seriously not performing the required and necessary screenings and tests to check for possible diagnoses. And very often they write off these complaints and advise these patients to focus on losing weight and that will solve their problems. Obviously, this isn't all doctors. There are some wonderful physicians out there who have a size-inclusive approach to the way that they practice medicine. But what this young woman experienced is a symptom of a much larger pattern in the American medical industry. And that is a pattern of medical fat phobia. This is something that they don't just pick up by virtue of living in a fat phobic society, which that is definitely part of it. 
but they also pick it up as part of their schooling. It's something that is embedded in the medical school curriculum. It is something that gets strengthened throughout their years in practice. And it's far more deadly and far more dangerous than obesity (laughs) because there are patients who are in desperate need of help and don't receive that help because their physicians don't take their complaints seriously. So there was an update to this story this week. This woman, honestly, so freaking brave and amazing. You know, a lot of patients when faced with this kind of ridicule and this kind of lack of care and compassion from a physician, very often that's it for them. That's the final straw. They're just not going to go back to the doctor because what good is it going to do anyway? The doctor's not going to listen to me. All they're going to do is tell me to lose weight. Why should I go back? This young woman persisted and was able to find a specialist who listened to her sincerely, an actual professional, unlike the piece of shit that she saw previously. And this wonderful physician did the appropriate tests. And this week, this woman was diagnosed with colon cancer. Colon cancer. After she was told by a former physician that maybe it's not a bad thing that she's in so much pain that she cannot eat. Colon cancer. After several physicians in her past did not take her complaint seriously. After she had to fight tooth and nail to see a specialist. Colon cancer. Now imagine if her visit with that piece of shit that had nothing to offer her, but a snarky comment about her weight. Imagine if that had been the final straw for her and she didn't pursue treatment any further. At what point would she have been diagnosed in the progression of that cancer? Would she have ever been diagnosed? What if she had entrusted her care to that so-called professional? He He did not run the tests that were consistent with the symptoms that she was presenting with. He would not have diagnosed her. If she, if her story had not gone public, if she had not been able to find a GI specialist who was able to take her symptoms seriously and treat her, this woman may not have ever been diagnosed or it may have been way too late for her to be treated for this condition. And I cannot emphasize to you enough The fact that this is not an isolated incident. This is something that is widespread in our medical system. We still have a medical system that relies on the body mass index as an important measure of somebody's health, even though we know that it is simply a ratio that was created by a white racist sociologist to try to define the ideal man. Even though we know that there is no scientific basis for this index, there are still physicians who use it. There are still physicians who have it in a giant poster form hanging up in their office. And as soon as they see a patient whose BMI is in the overweight, obese, morbidly obese category, they start to formulate all of these assumptions. A lot of the time, just seeing that number 
just immediately means they're going to write off whatever that patient is saying to them. Because clearly, the fact that anybody dares to exist in a fat body is so egregious that they should not be entitled to proper medical care. If you are not angry about this, you should be. And you really need to know that this is a systemic problem. And it's not something that's going to be easily remedied. This is going to take an overhaul of how our physicians are trained, of the the language that we use to talk about our bodies. It's going to take a reckoning, a scientific reckoning, because there are far too many physicians out there that practice with a blind eye to the actual science on body weight. So this is something that, you know, I think that there are several important things that I want people to know who are listening to this podcast. And the first of that is that if you do not want to be weighed at your doctor's office, you can refuse to be weighed. You do not have to be weighed. Number one. Number two, just because one physician treats you badly, just because one physician writes you off, does not mean that there are not physicians out there who will sincerely listen to you, who have remained true to the oath that they took when they became physicians to do no harm and to care for you as anybody else, any other of their patients. So please, please, please do not give up on fighting for your rights as a patient. Please do not give up on having your symptoms listened to and on having the proper tests performed. Please do not give up on that. And I feel like this is kind of an opportunity as well. So as somebody who, in full full openness here, I haven't been to the doctor in probably 10 years. I have yet to, I haven't gone to a physical in about 10 years. Um, Not really any good reason. I'm just um, bad at being an adult. Um, And this year I was like, you know what? I am 33 years old. I've never had blood work done as an adult. I have family history with a lot of problems in it. I need to get myself to the doctor's office. But knowing what I know about fat phobia in the medical community, even though I am a straight-sized person, it is important to me that I do not go to a physician who is fat phobic. I want to make it a priority to go to a physician who takes a body positive or body inclusive a size inclusive approach. And it's really hard to find physicians that meet those criteria. And I'm not saying that they're not out there. I'm saying that it's not information that's easily discoverable. And I feel like somebody needs to make a list or something, some kind of database. There needs to be some resource out there for people who don't want their weight to be the basis of their treatment <laughs> so that they can they can find a physician that meets their needs and you know i'm not saying that you know weight should never be a matter of medical treatment we need to know people's weight for things like you know prescriptions and things like that 
I'm not saying that it's information that never needs to be collected. What I'm saying is that when it is collected, it needs to be treated as another data point adding to the story, not the data point that defines the story, not the data point that justifies writing off somebody's experience and robbing them of the care that as a human being, they are entitled to, that they deserve. So I don't know if you are, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, I, I don't know how many listeners I have or, you know, if, if any of you even know much, you know, you might not even know where your physician stands on these matters, but I would love to create a list for Massachusetts folks where that's where I have my reach of size inclusive physicians so that people who are looking for them can find them. So if your physician or if you are a physician who takes a size inclusive approach in the state of Massachusetts, please send me an email. I want to get some type of resource going so that people are able to find the right doctor for them and so that we can try to cut down on how many other wonderful people have to experience this ugliest side of medicine. Now, I'm not, you know, I, this person, this physician that she initially saw, um, you know, she did not disclose the name. Um, I totally get that because I'm sure that this person would be receiving some um, very vitriolic mail. Um, but I, I would love to see this person never practice medicine again. I'm going to call a spade a spade here and say this is medical malpractice as far as I'm concerned to hear symptoms that are very consistent with colon cancer and instead make a crack about somebody's weight and not order the appropriate tests. So this is bringing to mind for me another piece of advice for you if you are somebody who lives in a fat body who is seeking medical treatment. If you suspect that the physician you are seeing is not taking you seriously or has advised you to lose weight first, you can turn that around and you can ask them, if I were somebody in a straight size body, would you be ordering those same tests? Would you be recommending the same treatment? Would you be asking me the same questions? Put them on the spot. Make them atone for the way that they are treating you. Make them come clean. Would they treat a straight-sized patient the same way that they are treating you? Ask them flat out because you're entitled to the same treatment as a straight-sized person. You are entitled to have your symptoms listened to and to receive appropriate medical care, period, the end. Your size should not be a prerequisite for medical care. So this isn't a long episode. This isn't anything that I had planned. And I apologize if this seems more like a rant than anything else, but I was just so heartbroken to see that update to that story this morning. And I don't think that enough people recognize how rampant fat phobia is in the medical community and how weight bias can really be a horrible, deadly influence in the medical community as well. So if you take anything out of this episode, I hope that it's that you now are aware of this additional obstacle that people living in fat bodies have to face going forward.
That's a wrap for this week's episode of the Well and Simple podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder that you can help this podcast grow by subscribing and leaving a review of this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. As always, if you have any topics or commentary that you would like to share with the show, you can send those over to wellandsimplepodcast at gmail.com.